0: Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number two thousand and ninety-seven. Be prepared to be inspired.
1: This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah.
0: Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah! Today I'm in Northville, Michigan, with a very special returning guest here on Cars Yeah! by the name of David Kibby. David, welcome back to Cars Yeah! Do you have it in gear,
1: and are you ready to release the clutch? I'm ready to release, release the clutch, Mark. This is very exciting to be back.
0: Well, good to have you back. Now,
1: last time you were here,
0: I think you were 14 years old, right?
1: Yes, yes, yeah, I was So,
0: when I ask if you're ready to release the clutch, my Big question is, do you have your driver's license yet?
1: I do have my driver's yeah. license. I obtained it in two thousand or in um, January of this past year. Awesome.
0: Awesome. Oh, well, great. So nice to have you out there on the roads with the rest of us. This is pretty cool. And listeners, uh, David's one of these young automotive enthusiasts that not only loves cars, except back when I was 14 or 16, I was building models. This guy's actually starting a concourse. And we're going to talk about that in just a minute. But before we do, David... I'm going to ask you this question. What's one little thing that maybe people don't know about you?
1: I've been really, really lucky to have some great opportunities. And I am now a Concord judge at a couple of events around the country. So so it's been a great experience.
0: Well, more than a couple, so let me give you a proper introduction. David has dove in headfirst into this passion of his. David Kibbe is the youngest judge at the Detroit Concord, the Greenwich Concord, Boca Concord, Keels and Wheels Concord and Audrain. He's a busy young man. He's the founding chairman of the Race to the Mill Concord de Elegance. It's happening this July 16th. It's a very unique event in many ways it's free to the public and instead of an entry fee they ask that donations be made to the american cancer society additionally the entire event is youth and community centric instead of an adult judging corps the Haggerty youth judges program will be in charge a group david joined six years ago in addition to the youth judges they will be hosting local dignitaries who will select best of show awards. David's focus is on transitioning the automotive community for teens and young adults focusing on the importance of young people being active in the hobby. Here's a young man that walks his talk. And like I say, by the way, this time he's on the show and he's he's a, a little bit elder. He's 16 years old. We'll be back in just a minute, but first a word from our sponsors. So please give them a little love. Better yet, give them a little business. They keep the lights on here at Cars yeah, and we'll be right back. I love Covercraft's new five layer all climate cover. It was developed and engineered for And Watercraft too. Every one of my vehicles is protected by a Covercraft cover. And I have a deal for you. Use the code YEAH21 at Covercraft.com and you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order plus free shipping. That's right. 10% off and free shipping. Just type in the word YEAH21 at checkout. YEAH21 at Covercraft.com. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. Zengen, It's a company that I learned about when I had Zenjin's Matt Spurlock as a guest here on Cars Yeah. Matt's helping us enthusiasts understand the benefits of using oil analysis and proper sampling methods with the Zengen Consumer Testing Service to determine the condition of your engine in anything from cars to motorcycles, boats, and even aircraft engines. I gave it a try with my two vehicles, sent in my samples with their easy-to-use sample kit, and received my own personal ZenGen report. I was thrilled to discover that both my cars got the perfect score of 10. Huh, what a relief. Wouldn't you like to know what's going on inside your engine before something expensive goes wrong that you had no idea was lurking under the hood? It's like a blood test for your body, but for your vehicle. Father's Day is coming, and I know Dad doesn't want another pair of socks or a goofy tie. This year, give Dad his very own Zengin oil test kit, and you'll make him smile. And I've got a great deal for you and for Dad. Go to ZenginScore.com and use the code carsya 20 and you'll get 20% off your first two kits. What a deal! Preventative knowledge and maintenance could save you thousands, and you'll rest better at night knowing your engine's condition is A-OK. That's ZenginScore.com and use the code cars yeah 20 today most people don't think about their collector car insurance until their annual premium becomes due well why wait and see if there are better options for your beloved rides i didn't did you know if you change carriers before your policy runs out your insurance company has to refund you the unearned portion of your policy premium I did my homework, I shopped around, and I found American Collectors Insurance. They've been protecting collector vehicles since 1976. That's 866-224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of Mark Green at Cars. Yeah. American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. Automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. That's American Collectors Insurance. Give them a call today. So, David, uh, welcome back. You know, my hat's off to you, young man, because not only did you get involved in youth judging, and we'll talk a little bit more about that, but you're a founding chairman of your own Concorde. Man, you've taken on a very mm-hmm. big, bold move here. But let's before we talk about the race to the mill Concord, let's go back and talk about. Why you got involved in judging at such a young age and how important this is to you, especially to bring other young people into the automotive hobby in a very active way versus just showing up and taking pictures of
1: cars. So let's talk about judging and why it was so important to you. So judging was really important to me. Because, you know, I, I had gone to these Concour events, and I had the really, really unique opportunity to take part in Haggerty Youth Judging, which many people don't know that that, um, that opportunity exists. So I was invited to take part in that sort of uh, by accident, actually. A couple of years ago, I was at the um, what used to be Concourse of America, now Detroit Concord, And I walked up to a gentleman named Matt Orndak, who has now become... You know, a, a great, great figure in my life. Yeah, I'm very appreciative of him. Yeah. I, I walked, walked up to Matt and I said, I want to meet Wayne Carini. And he said, well, Wayne, Wayne won't be at this show this year. But would you like the opportunity to youth judge? And I said, you know what, I'd love to do it. So I got involved. And from there, it's just, it's become, you know, a very, very important part in my life, um, that five minute conversation, because it really changed how I looked at the automotive hobby, because I was brought into this family and this great, great fraternity. And it's it's, it's just really, really grown. And I, I would like other people to have that opportunity and that experience that I had from such a young age to foster that love for automobiles in a different setting than just going to a Cars and Coffee on the weekends.
0: You know, my hat's off to you. You did something that is really important. And for young people or even adults listening, this is something that I, I won't say trained, but I taught my son when he was young because he started attending vintage events when I was racing and going to car shows with me. He's been to Pebble Beach Car Week 18 times and he's 28 years old. So he started going when he was quite young. And I always uh, nudged him and urged him go up to that man, and all you have to do is ask him about his car, and then just listen, and you'll have an instant friend. And as a result, when he was about eight, he ended up getting to drive onto the lawn at Pebble Beach in a Jaguar (laughs) C-Type, and I said, Blake, I've never even been able to do that. Now, I will say I am Mm going to get to drive onto the lawn at Pebble this summer in a Bentley thanks to a good friend of mine and the first lady who was ever a female guest here, Diane Brandon. She's a judge and has been for twenty five years there, but that's a different story. So the fact that you were bold enough to walk up and ask a question, that's a wonderful lesson for really anybody, young or old. That's all it takes in the car hobby, right? Is just tell them you want to be involved and ask questions and then be quiet and listen.
1: Do you know what? That's that's honestly it. And you know, I need to get the be quiet and listen sometimes down a little bit more. But um, <laughs> you know, it's 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 just it's it's gotten to the point where It's amazing the doors that can be opened just by simply a conversation with somebody. I've made some great, great friends just by speaking with entrants in classes that I'm not even part of. You know, it is It is truly a fraternity and a family.
0: It is. And, of course, our mutual friend, Nigel Matthews, who introduced you to yes. me and got you on the show when you were a guest back in, uh, I think it was December 2020, he's become a good friend and obviously a friend of yours. Yes. And, and you know, the car community is so unique because we all have a kindred spirit. And even if we tend to like one mark over the other, we all love it if it rolls on rubber is what I say. Mm-hmm. So that's the way it goes. Now, let's let's jump into... You have taken on, my friend, as a young man, a very bold endeavor. And I just sat back when you reached out and said, Hey, Mark, I'd like to promote my new event. I, I'm going to do this concord. And I went, wait, David, you're, you're putting, <laughs> holy cow guy. Don't you, you know, yeah. how, how do you do this? So founding chairman uh-huh. of the race to the mill concord. Tell us about how this whole thing came about.
1: Actually, so, um, you know, it's, it's kind of a funny story. We have a, a little Cars and Coffee in our town um, in, in Northville here. And I, the event has grown to be something amazing. And I, I was able to be part of it from pretty early stages. And we decided, you know what, we need to have a once a year um, nice event. And we wanted to do it Father's Day weekend. But then we decided Motor Muster, Eyes on Design, all around the same time. You know, we, we, we didn't want to be um, and competing with them. So we chose July 16th because July 16th, it's a beautiful weekend. Uh, and it has been the past couple of years and we were sitting around and we said, you know what, we're going to do this. And I stepped up and kind of, kind of took the lead a little bit and reached out to event space and they were uh, very helpful with getting us connected with some people to, to speak to. So since then it's just been amazing. And I, I, I'm so appreciative to everybody that supported it. I, Nigel Matthews is one of the biggest cheerleaders you can have. I'm sure you know that. Oh, but, he's awesome! Um, a great, amazing supporter. I I went when I was in Connecticut. I showed up to the event, and almost every single person from Haggerty had already heard about it from guess who? <laughs> Nigel Matthews, of right? Of course, so, yeah. Um, you know, it's he. It's it, it was great to have that support and to immediately you know receive that from so many people, and you especially too here. So. Yeah, we're we're very, very excited about it.
0: So tell us about the kind of vehicles, the size of the event. It's taking place coming up here in July on the 16th. I know you're going to have a little event, a pre-event in the morning uh, with yes. Cars and Coffee. So kind of walk us through what the day is and tell us about some of the vehicles that are going to be there.
1: Yeah, so the um, it's going to begin around 7 a.m. Hopefully we are um, still in the talks right now of having our Cars and Coffee planned. It's going to begin with the Cars and Coffee at around 7 and that will run from 7 to 9. And then at 10 o'clock, our event will open to the public at the beautiful Mill Race Historical Village in, right in the heart of downtown Northville. And there will be about 50 to 60 cars on uh, display for our guests. And we will have a live music group performing. And we will do the Haggerty Youth Judging around 11 o'clock. They'll walk around and make their selections from each of the classes. And then the event will draw to a close around two o'clock. And it's it's just going to be a great little event. It's again, this is our first year putting this together, so we're not expecting to be the size of you know Concourse of America or something. Uh, especially our our location isn't isn't on par with it. Well, it may
0: take you a few years to get to
1: that place. Yeah, it'll take us a few years to get to that point. You know, so we're very excited though to have it. And as I said, it is very community centric. We we wanted youth judging to be a big part of it. That was extremely important to me. And we um, also have Haggerty as an active role. And, yes, we are asking for donations to the American Cancer Society through, through the event or to the Northville Historical Society, who is being so gracious as to lend us their, their beautiful property for the event. So it's, yeah, it's going be a great tell time. Tell us
0: more about the, now the name, Race to the Mill. Where did that come from?
1: So um, Race to the Mill actually was uh, the, the name came up over a phone conversation I was having with one of, uh, one of our friends of the event. And he said, well, you're having it at Mill Race. You know why? Why not call it Race to the Mill? You need a creative name, right? So we uh, we were very excited to take on that name, just because the event location is called No Race Historical Village. So yeah, it it kind of was was an accident, a happy accident, and it, it it fits and it works.
0: Tell us a little bit visually what the the surrounding is like, what the setting's going to be like.
1: So the um, the park itself. Has some beautiful, majestic trees, and there are some older buildings that used to line the streets in our historic downtown that have been moved to the um, to be preserved on the property. So it's it's kind of I don't know. Have you ever been to the Henry Ford before in Dearborn, but, uh, Michigan? No,
0: but I've had people, okay. the director and curator there uh, on the show. I would love to go to that museum.
1: It's something you have to do. It's beautiful. It's amazing. So we we like to consider um, Millrace a very very scaled down version of it we only have i believe there are about seven or eight buildings on the property and it's not very large but what it lacks in size it makes up for in the community surrounding around it and we have a lot of local groups that um that help keep it running so it's it's very exciting yes beautiful beautiful place
0: tell me about some of the vehicles that are going to be on display
1: yeah so on display we're going to have a, um, a big mix of vehicles we have a lot of exotics that are coming out from our local community um, Ferraris. We have a couple of Lamborghinis. We have a 911 GT3, which I know you like. Um, How did and, you know that? Yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> you must listen to cars. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. So a beautiful 911 GT3. And what's great about that car itself, actually, is the owner, his name is Muhammad, and he's just a great guy. And he actually has that car and he lets kids sit in it and he daily drives it. It's It's beautiful. It's perfect. So then we have inside the um, the event space proper. So that will be in the parking lot adjacent to adjacent to the place because we cannot bring exotic cars back onto the property. Sadly, because of just there, it's a gravel trail that goes back. So we we didn't we didn't want to to have any liability there. So in the in the event space itself, we're going to be putting a lot of our classic vehicles. So we have a Jaguar E type coming out. We also have um, the Roush collection, will be on display at the event. So we're very, very excited to have Roush supporting. That's gonna be a huge part of our event.
0: So with the, with the youth judging, tell our listeners how the youth judging works, because you've got yes. young people who are enthusiastic, but perhaps they don't have the the tenure of a Nigel to, to judge a car. So how will the mm-hmm. judging take place? Will it be more formal, like an icy Jag version, or is it more beauty type judging where people, you know, I like the car, they learn about the vehicles. How will that work?
1: You know what? A large part of the youth judging is actually learning from the owners more than the judging itself, because these these kids, especially I did, can learn a lot from speaking to the owners of the vehicle. So what we want to do is it's a less formal event. We're not following ICJAG standards. Uh, we are following, we have a couple criteria. I think it's about five on the sheet, and it adds up to a total of 25 points. Honestly, we... we offered that up to our owners when they're coming in. We explained that this was not going to be a formal Concord judging system for the first year of the event. And they can choose to take part in the youth judging or they can choose to, um, to pass. But a lot of our owners are very enthusiastic about having uh, the younger generation out to experience and, and see their vehicles and understand them. And, and that's, you know, that's, that's what makes this event so special. Too, is I believe we are one of the only events in the country that strictly uses youth judging or teens and young adults to, um, to look at the vehicles and select the vehicles. So, you know, we're, we're excited to blaze that trail a little bit and see where that takes us. And, and as, as these, um, you know, these, these kids grow up, hopefully over the next couple of years with the event, uh, they can step into more formal roles and as, as leadership. For judging,
0: yeah, they become mentors for younger kids that want to join in later. And I also noticed, or I mentioned, I should say, uh, that you're going to be having uh, or hosting local dignitaries. So you have like, we are the mayor of the city there, or who will those folks be?
1: Yes. So we um, we have the mayor of the city and then we have um, some of the board members from the historical society, uh, which is a major part of our town here in Northville. And then we also have uh, one of our largest supporters, not just financially, but just just physically and being there and and making sure this event happens also from our local community will be out and he will be showing some of his vehicles on the on the property and then also able to go around and make selections.
0: Cool. Now last time you're on the show, you were venturing a bit into the podcast world. Have you continued to yeah. do that? Are you still doing that?
1: So, so uh, I know that usually in the show there's the section of you know things that, that that maybe didn't go your way or things oh, that you okay. wanted to well, change we, or work on, right? So we can get there. Oh in a no, moment. sorry. Yeah, don't. Okay, well that 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 was going to. Fall that's going to be okay. Well, that we'll is my, um, yes, we'll get there in a moment. Okay, we'll get perfect, there in, in a no, moment. So, yeah.
0: So let's do this. We're going to take a short break for our sponsors here. We come back, we'll talk about that and uh, see where that's going and where that is right now. So keep your seatbelts on, sit tight, and we'll be right back. Auto Geek's Blackfire SiO2 Spray Sealant. It's a spray-on, wipe-off sealant that's quick, safe, and easy to clean and protect your vehicles. I love using it on all my cars. AutoGeek's Blackfire SiO2 spray sealant is a spray-on wipe-away sealant that uses SiO2 ingredients to provide a slick, brilliant, and long-lasting shine. Silicon dioxide is known to be one of the most effective ingredients in car care products. And Blackfire spray sealant takes advantage of every stunning feature it has to offer. This sealant will protect your paint from road film, dirt, and other common contaminants while providing an impeccable, long-lasting hydrophobic surface that forces water to sheet and bead on your paint for months. Go to AutoGeek.net to get yours and for the best product selections on the internet today, along with their skilled technical support. AutoGeek.net is where I go for all my detailing needs. That's AutoGeek.net. Check them out today. Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code CARSYA yeah, when you subscribe and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. If you're listening to this program, there's a pretty good chance you believe what I believe. That the collector vehicles we love are more than just a means of getting from one place to the other. They're a part of our culture, our identity, and as a people, they bring us together at vintage races, classic car auctions, and thousand mile rallies. That's why I support the RPM Foundation, which exists to ensure that the critical skills necessary to preserve and restore these important vehicles aren't lost to time. RPM stands for Restoration, Preservation, and Mentorship. And their goal is to inspire the next generation of vehicle restoration professionals through its outreach programs. And they include Shop Hop, Off to the Races, the RPM of Future Class, and many others. These programs engage talented young people across the country and connect them with mentors and a variety of opportunities in the industry. For more information on how the RPM Foundation is driving the future of collector vehicles, skill trade, visit rpm.foundation today. So, David, all right, we're back. So we're going to talk a little bit about challenges. I always like to ask this question, not to drum up anything that people don't want to think about. And I think you're the kind of young man that faces challenges head on and realizes that You know, sometimes things have to alter and change and they teach us really valuable lessons. So uh, you jump in the driver's seat now that you have a driver's license and let's take us on a little bit, bit of a maybe bumpy ride.
1: Yeah. So last time I was on the show, it was 2020, December uh, of 2020. And we were still you know, dealing with the, um, the COVID pandemic. And I was working very, very hard on this podcast called TCR. And it's, it's something that uh, that I'm still very passionate about. And I loved the opportunity to take part in it. But it has taken a backseat a little bit to the judging and to um, to these new endeavors. And I would like to get back to it one day. That is something that I've, I've always wanted to do is is to take part And maybe have my own show or have my own podcast at some point but with school with everything that's going on right now it is it has become um more more of a second fiddle to all of that and and i I would like to get back to it one day but it it was a challenge too and we had worked so hard to put all this content together and to build up this great website and uh videos and everything and it it just it, it didn't it didn't execute the way that i would have hoped that it would have but i I have actually casually talked about going back to it maybe with a new name or you know a a new idea behind it so i'll
0: tell you you know if you think about to give you some encouragement here you think about how many people have started businesses that have faced huge challenges and and i'll pick a biggie here of course elon musk you know, I think how many times has he been literally days away from Tesla ending, literally ending, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, I mean, yes. think about that and people now they just see all the success and the money, but they just don't realize that. I mean, this has been such a long work in progress, but the thing I've learned from listening to so many people on the challenging question, the challenge question here on yeah, is you have to be ready to know when to stop digging the hole. Otherwise you won't be able to climb out of it. And mm-hmm. you have to know when to readjust and shift and maybe stop and pull in and do a pit stop. So I have no doubt. You know, when you told me you're doing a podcast and you're middle of school, mm-hmm. and then I, I just went, "How is this kid doing this stuff?" You know, I mean, this is pretty incredible. So my hats mm-hmm. off to you. And the great, that. well, you're welcome. Appreciate and the great that. thing about podcasting or any business is there's no reason why you can't pivot, stop, readjust, reevaluate. And the one thing that You may not know yet, but I do in my elder age is time is our enemy because it does not stop and you Mm -hmm. only have so much time every day, right? So you have to really know, what do I focus on? What do I spend my time with? What is the most valuable way to spend this most valuable commodity that all of us have is time and so many people waste time doing silly things and all of a sudden the day's gone by. You never get that day back. So I think you're you're a person at a very young age that has learned the value of time. Am I correct?
1: Uh, yes, thank you. I, I I appreciate these kind words. <laughs>
0: well, I have no doubt that uh, TCR or whatever you decide to call it. Now that you've kind of understood how it works, we'll be back at some point in time. But uh, now you got your thank hands you. full with a concourse. So there you go. Yes. <laughs> Now when you, when you're on the show before, I asked you some of the same questions, but you, you know you've been cheered a bit here. I know people are going, "Wait, he's sixteen, he was fourteen. <laughs> Come on." But you know that's uh-huh. a very crucial time in a young person's life is these teenage years, sure. and a lot changes from year to year because you're focused and everything. So if I was to ask you about your special vehicle story today, what would that be?
1: So you know what the um the special vehicle story for me uh, probably goes back to about two thousand and thirteen. And uh, my, my grandfather was a car salesman, car dealer, uh, and he had retired by that point. But we went to look at a 2000, and this is, I know this is going to sound funny, but a, a 2014 Ford Escape. And it was a gift for my brother from him and very, very generous gift. And, um, you know, we were looking at that car and I'm sitting in the showroom and sitting with him and looking over. And there was a GT500, which would be new at that point in 2013, sitting in the showroom and and I looked over and I said, one day, you know, I, I would like to have that car. And my grandfather passed away uh, about a year after, so, after that yeah. time. Thank you. And so, you know, that's, that's, that's been one of the things that I said one, one day I, I yeah. will do that. And I know it's, I know it's a sad story, but, um, you know, it also, it also gives hope and light, light for the future. So for me, you know, with, with purchasing a car like that, so.
0: Well, I'll tell you something. You know, when I was young, and you mentioned earlier, I, I've always loved Porsches, and I really wanted one. Mm-hmm. I couldn't afford one, and my, my poor man's Porsche was a Ghia. that I got in high school. <laughs> and I did my best to make it as Porsche-esque as I could, including painting it a mixture of two Porsche colors uh, and putting some Porsche 356 wheels on it and so forth. But what I did was that old story about envisioning your future and seeing your future. And I had this poster of a 911. And when I got my first job out of college, I hung it above my desk and I looked at that, that thing every day. It was my motivator, and eventually, about a year later, I was able to buy my first Porsche. So get yourself a great picture of that thing. Hang in your bedroom (laughs) or in front of Uh, your desk or something, and uh, I have no doubt a young man like you will have that GT500 someday, for sure. Thank you. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. You You will, Mm. for sure. But you know what? Your your taste may change, too, and that's okay. It may evolve into something different, so you never know. So I'm going to be your car psychologist today. I'm going to crawl into your head a little bit and uh, ask you a unique question. If you were reincarnated, pun intended, if you were a vehicle, your personality, who you are, not what you want to be, but how you perceive your own personality, what would you be, but more importantly, why?
1: So, you know, I um, i actually thought at great length about this. I remember last time when I was on the show, too, and I, I'm, not, I'm not sure what I chose, but I think this time I would say probably, let's hmm, say a, a BMW M5.
0: Okay, you well,
1: that's a cool you know, car. Yeah. You no, know, it is it's cool and um not from the performance aspect maybe as much but um you know BMW I feel like has always looked forward with the M5 and they they've done a very very good job maintaining it and it's never really had a time except for the engine issues in 2010s uh early early 2010s but they've never had an issue with it not being dependable and and i i like i like the vehicle itself i know you're a bmw man you oh, have yeah. an m3 or had yeah m3 i do online. i still have it so yeah my my, E4, have it? Awesome. my
0: e46 i bought new and uh you know it's it's living alone in my garage now because the orange well actually the orange crush as we record this is still out there they haven't come to get it yet the person who bought it and bring a trailer but uh i just got a text from them this morning they're coming to get it on uh saturday and they sent me a picture of where it's going to be living it's living in a garage that's nicer than my house so uh it's going to be in very very good hands but uh but that's okay you always like to know that your car is going off to somebody who's going to care for it the way that you have so uh i think yeah i think that's pretty cool but uh you know the, the to me the bmw m5 the first time i drove one of those cars i was blown away I It it's like whoa, Nelly, <laughs> uh-huh. this thing has yeah. power that never stopped. You 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 put your foot yeah. into it and you think, okay, it's gonna no, it's oh whoa oh I'm going, <laughs> I'm going over a hundred miles an hour. I better stop. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh-huh. I you know I think it's a good fitting. For you, David, because you're a powerhouse. You're a guy that just keeps on going. So yeah, the M5 is a spectacular, spectacular car. Now, I always like to ask people about giving back. Now, you mentioned, and I want to touch on this again, I think it's very cool that you're not charging to go to your event and you're asking people for contributions to the American Cancer Society. So why did you choose, choose that charity?
1: Well, um, the American Cancer Society has always been one in, in hand with, with the automotive passion, I feel, and they're a huge part of the uh, Lingenfelter collection. Uh, Ken Lingenfelter does a uh, an event every, every year, twice a year, and they always have the American Cancer Society out. And I was actually at one of the events and walking around, and we were kind of casually looking because we did want to make it a charitable event. We wanted to have some charitable aspect to it because the car community is one of the most generous communities out there I can think of. Um, And, you know, we, we wanted to, to have that hand in hand. And I went up and I started speaking with the executive director that was there on site at the time. And, and we had a great conversation at the end of it. I, I invited her and I said, would you guys be open to being part of this new event? Would you take a chance sort of on us and, and, and be part of it? and their her, her answer was yes so we um we're, we're very excited and we're we're lucky to have them as a part of the event they're going to be out collecting donations then we also have the um the norfolk historical society which is a huge huge part of our local community will be out um, collecting donations because a lot of their uh, support comes off of grants and then they have memberships as well mm so having having them as a part will be will be um hopefully very successful
0: well it's so. awesome uh, my mom's a longtime cancer survivor. we lost my father in law mm-hmm. to cancer and it's just uh it's one of those things that affects almost it's, every family in some way and you're right the car community has always been a huge contributor and you even think about big auction companies like Barrett Jackson has raised millions and millions of money to uh, support this um uh, the Pebble Beach Concours raises, I think last year, $2 million or close to that yes. um, for donations for children in the area of Monterey. And so, yeah, it's it's awesome. And I, I again, my hat's off to you for really focusing on what's really important here. It's all about the cars, but it is about helping others and supporting others. Uh, so that's great. How about a great book that you've perhaps picked up and read
1: since we last spoke that you'd like to share? You know, I'm a big fan of of a book by sam walton and i had read this a while ago and it was it was about his experience starting walmart and the struggles and the many many times he he got knocked down but kept getting up and you know turned it into the company that it is today and, and his family has continued um and i i just i just find find that book you know inspiring with some of some of the aspects of it in the earlier days of walmart
0: that's the old uh the sam walton book made in america
1: Yes, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah. I think
0: there, there's another one. That, uh, I think it's titled The Inside Story, America's Richest Man. But it really goes beyond the fact of riches. And people talk about the Walmart yes. family having all this money. But mm. you've got to go back and see where this started. Because, again, a lot of people look. It's like looking at that proverbial iceberg picture. People only see the success that's sticking out of the water. Mm-hmm. They don't see all that weight below of what it took to mm-hmm. Do something very innovative, mm-hmm. and when you think about whether you mm-hmm. like Walmart or not, look at all the people they employ. Oh my gosh!
1: Mm-hmm. I think it's over. I think it's over two million employees now. They're one of the largest employers.
0: Just incredible. So it's just, and to me, mm-hmm. jobs are the most important thing. I, my hats off to anybody listening that has a business that has ability to employ people, whether it's one or mm-hmm. millions, because. I've learned this over time when we can support ourselves versus taking handouts. That's when we feel good about ourselves. And plus in return, mm-hmm. you can give back to others when you can support. You've got to help your house first, right? Then you can start to mm-hmm. donate and help others. Uh, so that's a great, great book uh, recommendation. So today, <laughs> another ultimate drive with you, David. I'm going to enable you to go on a very <laughs> cool drive. And you know what this is all about. You mm-hmm. pick a car. Mm-hmm. I'll write the check. I'll deliver it to you. You can go anywhere in it and you can be with anybody even somebody who's no longer with us so what does that ultimate drive look like mm-hmm. now that you can actually drive
1: <laughs> well you know what i'm i'm going to say that 2013 gt500 with my grandfather telling him you know we we we've made it to this point and we're going to keep going yeah. and keep fighting for more and more but you know just just showing him where where i've where i've ended up you know and, oh. and how blessed i am and lucky i am to be in this position so
0: i'm gonna choke up a little bit here but yeah that would be absolutely <laughs> wonderful and uh no doubt mm-hmm. your grandfather's looking down with a huge smile mm-hmm. thank and a you lot I appreciate of, that. a lot of pride on his face for what you've done for sure but you know what a piece of him will always be with you and that's a good thing mm-hmm. about family members that's mm-hmm. really cool so before i let you go today yeah. Could you share maybe mm-hmm. a word of wisdom, a success quote, a mantra, something that you might leave us with that inspires us, as if we're not already inspired by you today?
1: Well, I, I think for all of those teenagers, you know, that, that get shooed away maybe at car events because they, they don't know what they're talking about or they, um, you know, they they're they're not welcome. I think keep keep pushing because you you do know what you're talking about, and you do understand, and, and you you have that opportunity to be part of such an amazing community, and and I want to help. Open those doors more and more, um, you know, for four people my age. So, you know, keep keep pushing, and it's it's obviously the place you're meant to be. So, you you will find people that will support you to get you into this. As, as I said, Nigel, Matt, Ed Welburn, you know, so many people I could list right now, you know, that have that have really really made made this this dream a reality for me. And I and I would like to be able to pass that off now for those out there. So, um, you know, from my position. So, thank you very much for having me on again. Oh, it's this has been, been a great! True, true treat, and <laughs> it's always great to talk with you as well. So, um, thank you, and thank you to all the listeners too for, Absolutely. for being now, on this ride with me.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Now, is there a website where people can learn more about Race to the Mill?
1: So we um, we don't have a website out currently because you know we're we're still in the early early stages of an event of um, of the scale. But we do have a Facebook. Okay. Um, if you'd like to go find our Facebook, we have a Facebook event listing, and uh, my email as always will hopefully be in the bottom of the page there, the show notes. So um, if anybody has any questions, they can reach out to me personally about the event. And thank you very much. And You're I'm welcome. very very lucky to be among such a such a great great group of of people that have been on the show with you too. So. <laughs> Thank you. You're
0: welcome. The honor's all mine. You're now a two-timer uh, here at yeah. Cars yeah, but that means a good thing, not a bad thing here at Cars <laughs> Yeah. So, so there you go. Well, David, thanks again for being so generous with your time. I'll put uh, connections on David's show notes page here in the Cars yeah website so you can go and uh, check out the event listing on Facebook. You can follow David. I'll put his email here. So if you need to reach out or would love to, uh, you know, here's a great example of a young person who wants to and has been involved and will continue to be involved in the the car community. If you have young people in your life, maybe it's a young kid on your street that their parents aren't into cars, but they are. They come over and hang out in your garage. Take them to a car show. Uh, help them out. Uh, find ways to encourage them to embrace this passion they have because it's so easy and you never know. You may end up with another David Gibby on your hands who wants to start <laughs> his own car co car show. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you at the Race to the Mill Concours. You take care. Thank you. Take care.
1: you <laughs>